welcome, Life Church. I'm actually Aaron Cole, the senior pastor. I'm not Eduardo Gonzalez. You'll meet him in just a minute. Uh, but uh, it is great to see you today. And this is a, an incredible weekend that we have planned for you. I told you back at the end of the summer that some of the special guests that we have, and we typically don't tend to have very many guests, but uh, these are some very honored guests. And they come to us from the island of Cuba. And uh, Dr. Eduardo uh, Enrique Gonzalez is... Uh, he is uh, more educated than, uh, than I will ever uh, hope to be. Uh, probably one of the brightest uh, ministers that I have met. And uh, he, uh, he was raised in a, a godly family. Uh, his father was a, was a pastor, and he ran from a call of God uh, for quite some time, uh, became a, a, a geologist, uh, and was educated, therefore. And so then in 1985, surrendered uh, to the call of God and walked away from that and began to pursue what God had for him. Since then, he's planted and pioneered and pastored five churches in Havana, Cuba. Uh, he's been very much part of what God has been doing there on the island, and along with his wife, Naomi. And, uh, and, and since then, he's become the director of education for Cuba. And so Cuba uh, Bible College, Cuba University, which you, back uh, in June a year ago, gave uh, about $50,000 for Kindles to educate Cuban pastors uh, on the island of Cuba. Uh, and so there, when we talked about how there were some remarkable things about how God was opening doors. And I was able to actually go there, travel there, and meet uh, uh, Brother Gonzalez there, uh, as, along with Hector Hunter, uh, the uh, superintendent of the Assemblies of God of Cuba, and just amazed at the just the passion and the intensity, the education, the ingenuity that these brothers and sisters, how God is working and what he's doing. And then I got to hear him again at an event in Florida this past winter. And so I asked him then, I said, will you come to Milwaukee? Never been to Wisconsin. Will you come to Milwaukee and be here? And we, I want you to share your heart. I want people to hear the story. And so he so graciously um, agreed to do so. And so you're going to hear from him in just a minute. We're also going to do something we've never done here before, and that is uh, he's, he's bilingual, but we've asked him to speak and to preach the part of his message in, uh, in Spanish. And so he will be interpreted by Danny Irizarry. Danny is a missionary that you support on a monthly basis. And uh, Danny is, uh, grew up in San Francisco uh, as son of a, a pastor's kid. His dad still pastors there in, in the city of San Francisco. Went to Bethany Bible College. And from there, uh, went to pursue missions full-time, he and his wife, uh, to first to Paraguay, then to Dominican Republic. And in 2000, uh, the missions department asked them if they would be willing to go to Cuba. What's amazing about Danny's story, and you won't get to hear that, he'll have to come back again to tell it, is that both he and his wife, our, our uh, parents, came here from Cuba, were not raised around each other, found and married each other, and God had this huge heart to want to do something in Cuba, but because of of the, of the government, they were unable to do so. And in 2000, God opened the door. And so Danny has been our link uh, to be able to help train pastors and this vibrant church and connect with this vibrant church uh, in Cuba. And so Danny's going to be coming along with Pastor Gonzalez, and they're going to share today. So would you do me a favor and give an incredibly warm Life Church welcome to our special guest, uh, Brother Eduardo Enrique Gonzalez. Thank you, church. Thank you, Pastor Aaron. 
for me, my wife Naomi, it is such a blessing to be with you this afternoon, church. Uh, I do appreciate the invitation that Pastor Aaron and uh, the staff that you are giving us such a tremendous welcome to this place that we are very honored to have this opportunity to meet you. The church who's, who is helping us, backing us to continue to train and teach our people in Cuba to fulfill the will of God, the program, the project, the divine project that God has for my country and uh, for the rest of the world also. So we are very pleased to be here. The only concern I have, Pastor Cole, is perhaps you are diminishing my heavenly reward because you are giving us too much on earth that perhaps, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you so much. I'm coming to give you thanks, church, for helping us, for supporting us, for being there for us, not only with our financial support, but even with your love and your prayer for our country. So, enjoying the company of Brother Danny Irizari, I will present to you some personal testimony uh, about the importance of missions. Because sometimes you listen to uh, or hear about mission, come Danny, but uh, you haven't seen the results of a mission. So I want you to hear my personal story and uh, the result of mission in my, in my own life. En Cuba, in Cuba, en los años 50 teníamos una situación bien difícil. In the 1950s we were li living in very difficult context. Era un país bien empobrecido. We were a very impoverished uh, nation. Teníamos grandes dificultades. We had great difficulties. Y grandes diferencias. And great differences. Mi familia era una familia bien pobre. My family uh, no era muy o sea, pobre. My family was very poor. Y también había mucho catolicismo en Cuba. And there was a lot of Catholicism in my country. Todo eso envuelto alrededor de mi propia familia. And my family was involved in that. That's where their background came y from. Y los resultados de tales eh, involucramientos no eran nada buenos. And the things that they were involved in didn't, uh, wasn't taking us in a good trajectory. If, if Les you voy a mostrar algunas de las imágenes. Now I'm going to show you some pictures today. Para que conozcan algo de mi familia. So that you know a little bit about my background and my family. So I'd like to show you the first slide, if you will. Ellos vivían en el campo. My family lived in the country. Era un campesino. They were country folk. Pero no tenía tierras propias. But they didn't own land. They did not own any land. Next, next. next. Luego se mudaron a la ciudad. Then they moved to the city. Pero mi padre tenía un gran problema. But my dad had a big problem. Él tenía una gran afección por el cigarro. Fumaba he, mucho. He had this addiction to smoking a lot. Y no podía dejar de fumar. And, and, and he couldn't get rid of it. Los médicos le aconsejaron que detuviera el vicio o tendría graves consecuencias con The medical pulmones. doctors assured him that he needed to quit smoking or he was going to have severe consequences. Ya estaba con una seria enfermedad en sus pulmones. He was already having a, a, a disease developing in his lungs. If, no podía apartarse de aquello. But yet he couldn't break free from that addiction. Una familia pobre. 
a, a poor family con un padre que no podía romper un vicio que le ataba with a dad that couldn't break the binds of, a, of an addiction en el cual gastaba parte de, de su salario and he was um, spending a good portion of his salary in that addiction in a poor family envuelto en el catolicismo he was uh, heavily involved in his idolatry within the catholicism en esa familia nací yo And in that family is the family that I was Tenía raised in. un año de edad cuando llegó el evangelio a mi país. And I was one year of age when the gospel came to our home. Next. Next. Había allí una cruzada en mi ciudad. They held uh, what we would call like an evangelistic gathering to preach to people. Un evangelista que vino desde Estados Unidos. An evangelist that came from the United States of America. Predicó y mi familia entera aceptó al Señor. He preached the gospel, the good news of the gospel, and my whole family accepted Christ. Y alguien en California envió a esta pareja de misioneros. And somebody in California sent these missionaries that you saw there. Para que fueran los primeros pastores de mi padre. So that they would be the first missionaries that would pastor my family. Y aquella familia vino a plantar una iglesia en mi ciudad. And that missionary family planted a new church in my town. Y esa familia vino a cambiar la historia de la mía. And that family that was sent as missionaries from your nation made a change in my family. De aquella ciudad que ellos plantaron, from from that uh, city that they left, la, la, de aquella iglesia que plantaron en Ciego de Ávila, uh, and from the church that they planted in the city of Ciego de Ávila in Cuba, surgieron más de 10 pastores. More than 10 pastors were discipled and came out of that church to pastor other churches. Y cinco de líderes principales de las asambleas de Dios en Cuba. And five future leaders of the national work of the Assemblies of God in Cuba came out of that church. Dos de ellos llegaron a ser vice-superintendentes generales. Two of them became the national vice-superintendents of the work of God in Cuba. Uno de ellos fue mi tío. One of them was my uncle. También mi padre fue libre. My dad was freed from his addiction. Y fue llamado al ministerio. And he was called into full-time ministry as well. ¿Y qué hicieron estos pastores americanos? What was it that these American missionaries uh, what was it that they did? Enviaron a esos mis padres y a los demás al instituto bíblico. You know what they did? Once my parents and others like my parents accepted Christ and saw that they had a missionary call or a ministry call, they sent them into Bible school to train them. En esta próxima imagen, on this next picture, Ustedes verán a mis padres, mis tíos en el seminario bíblico en el These año. Are my, my parents and my uncles at Bible College. En el 1954. En 1954. En esta próxima imagen que verán. In the next picture. Ustedes ven a mi padre graduándose. That's my dad graduating from Bible College after the Lord la freedom and he was centro está el director del seminario bíblico. And in the center is the director of the Bible School, if you will. Es un uh, misionero americano. He was a North American missionary from the United Floyd States Woodworth. as well. Brother Floyd Woodworth. También venía de California. He was also from California. Allí también estaba mi madre. My mom was en at this próxima, event. In the next photo, imagen, ustedes verán a mi madre recibiendo su diploma. You will see my mom receiving her diploma. Así que ese es el trabajo de la misión alcanzando a dos cubanos pobres y convirtiéndolos en ministros. I say this to you because this is what missions does. You send your missionaries and lives are changed and families are changed for the eternity. En esta próxima imagen, and in the next picture, ustedes comprenderán, you will be able to understand better, que lo que pasa con los padres alcanza a los hijos. That what happens with the parents also affects the children. Allí en el año 54 estaba yo y mi hermano. So in 1954, here's me and my brother. Ninguno de los dos. And 
neither of the two pensamos ser pastores ever thought or wanted to be in ministry or Dos that we would ever be pastors estando en un seminario y recibiendo el entrenamiento de los padres now we were at the bible school while our parents were being trained and we were listening and we were receiving the word of god as well nuestros padres habían sido llamados al our, ministerio our parents had been called to the ministry pero ni mi hermano ni yo but my brother and my Myself or not. Pero hay una influencia tremenda de los padres a los hijos. But there's a great influence that takes place that that transfers from the parents to the children. Y la gracia de Dios se manifiesta desde los padres hasta los hijos. And the grace of God is manifested from the parents to the children. Y los padres piadosos engendran hijos piadosos. And parents that are godly parents produce godly children as well. Y el llamado que Dios da a los padres también puede llegar a los hijos. And the call that God gives you as parents, he will give to your children as well. No sabía yo lo que habría de pasar en mi vida. I didn't know what was going to happen what would become of my life. En esta próxima imagen ustedes In the next verán. picture that I would like to show you. Ya mis padres, toda la familia. Now my parents and all the family. Saliendo a plantar iglesias. We were now being sent ourselves to go plant new churches. Ven diferentes lugares. In several different places. Fue difícil. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it was very difficult. Recuerdo haber pasado días enteros sin comer. I remember that we went whole days, complete days without eating any food. Recuerdo haber con toda la familia ido al campo a recoger naranjas, a recoger papas para sobrevivir. I remember that we would go to the fields just to go get some potatoes or, or some other kinds of roots so that we could have food for that day after having ministered all day long. Pero mis padres perseveraron. But in the midst of that difficulty, my parents persevered. Luego en el año 59 se produjo un cambio dramático en el país. And then in 1959 a dramatic change came to our nation. Y cambió la situación de la iglesia y del estado. And it changed the situation of the church and the state. Durante mucho tiempo estuvimos nosotros sin misioneros en Cuba. For many years during the most difficult years we had no missionaries anymore in our country. Pero ya la semilla estaba plantada. But the seed had already been planted. Veamos la próxima imagen. I'd like to show you the next picture. Aquí ven ustedes a mi familia. This is, you see my family here now. Cuando aquello todavía pensaba yo ser un geólogo. And at that time I was still thinking about being a geologist. That's what I wanted to be. Apasionado con la ciencia. I was very passionate in the sciences. Soy un naturalista. I'm a naturalist if you will. Y amaba al Señor con todo mi corazón. And yet I loved God with all my heart. Pero no quería el ministerio. But I didn't want to be involved in what we call full-time ministry. Prometí I promised que mis hijos no pasarían el hambre que pasé yo. My children were not going to go through the difficulties that I went through as a pastor's kid in Cuba. Me prometí I promised myself que mis mis hijos tendrían juguetes. That my children would have toys to play with. Tendrían cumpleaños. That they would be able to celebrate their birthdays. Y no tendrían que depender de ofrendas. And that they wouldn't have to depend upon offerings. Luché por hacerlo así. I fought to be able to accomplish this. Pero Dios tenía planes diferentes. But God had different plans for my life. Dios escoge a personas. I want to tell you that God chooses people. Dios tiene propósito con las personas. God has specific purposes for each one of you. Y Dios pasa la, 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 la tarea de una generación a la otra. And God also gives the work, if you will, from one generation, he passes on the responsibility to the next as well. No tendría tiempo para contarles toda la historia. I don't have time to tell you about everything. Pero después de mucho batallar, But after much struggle, Dios me demostró God showed me que lo que yo debía hacer era servirlo a Él con todo mi corazón. La paciencia de Dios me enseñó and God showed me through patience 
que lo mejor que podría hacer es dedicar mi vida al servicio. That the best thing I could do was to dedicate my life to his will. En esa foto que ven allí. In this next picture I'm going to show you. Está mi hijo Waldi. This is my son Waldi. Con su esposa y sus dos hijos. With his wife and his two beautiful children. No solo yo y mi esposa nos convertimos en ministros. So not only did I become a minister. Sino que ahora mi hijo. But now my son is a minister as well. Decidió ser un ministro. He un decided to be a pastor and serve God. As well, puesto que yo era un líder de las asambleas, yeah, I mind you, I had been a leader within the assemblies of God in Cuba. Yo había tenido un plan para la vida de mi hijo. You know, I, I, as a parent, I would like to say that I had a plan for this, the life of my son. Había decidido que él sería mi ayudante de por vida. I said he would be my helper for life. Esa era su plaza. That was going to be his place. Es un muchacho muy comprometido. But he's a very committed young man. Muy sacrificado. A very sacrificed young man. Y muy talentoso. And with a lot of talents. Entonces me dije, no tendré más mejor ayudante. I said, I'll never have a better helper que mi hijo Waldi. than my own son Waldi. Y así pasó por un tiempo. And some time went by. Hasta que mi esposa un día me llama y me dice. But one day my wife called me and said the following. Tú piensas que Waldi toda su vida va a ser tu chofer y tu ayudante. You think that your son Waldi is going to be your personal chauffeur and your helper the rest of your life? Y yo dije, claro que sí. And I said, of course, honey. <laughs> Y no te has dado cuenta que Waldi tiene un llamado de Dios. Haven't you noticed that your son Waldi has a special call upon his life? Y si Dios tiene un llamado para Waldi, tú lo vas a impedir. And if God has a call on your son Waldi's life, you're going to try to impose on that? Eso me hizo pensar. Well, that made me stop and think. No sé qué arte tienen las mujeres para hacer pensar a los hombres. Women have a way of making men think. <laughs> Entonces dije, bueno, pues si ese es su su llamado yo lo voy a favorecer. And I said, well, if he has that call, then I will certainly give him my blessing. Waldi comenzó a estudiar. He began to study. Y se hizo, se graduó en su seminario como bachiller. He graduated in, in Bible college. Y recibió asignaciones del ministerio. And then he received a place in ministry. Y por sus propios méritos, no por mis palancas. And by his own merits, not because his dad helped him. Ahora es pastor de una de las congregaciones en Ciudad de La Habana. He's a pastor of a very vibrant church in the city of Havana as well. Ven en esta imagen próxima. You'll see in this next picture. A él y a su esposa ministrando. Him and his wife ministering to their congregation. Dios está usándolo tremendamente. And God is using him in a powerful way as well. Y la iglesia está creciendo. And the church is growing. Indeteniblemente. In a wonderful way. Así que allí tienen ustedes a mis padres. So now I just gave you a brief history of my parents. Me tienen a mí. You have me here. Ahora tienen a Waldi. I've told you about my son Waldi. Pero ahí no se queda todo. But it doesn't end there. Si ustedes se fijan en la próxima foto. If you foto, look at the next picture. Verán a un grupo de niños entre you'll, los cuales. You'll see a group of pictures and amongst those children. Está un mi nieto que se llama Aaron. Is one of my, one of my grandchildren named Aaron. Un día le pregunté a Aaron, Aaron, ¿qué vas a hacer cuando crezcas? And I crezcas? asked my grandchild Aaron, Aaron, what are you going to become in life? What would you like to be? Él me dijo, voy a ser pastor. And you know what he said to his grandpa? He looked at me and said, Grandpa, I'm going to be a pastor. Él se pone su corbata. He puts on his tie when he goes to church. Él observa a su papá. He observes his dad. Se peina como su papá. I think he even tries to comb his hair like his dad. Y él se está preparando para el ministerio. And I believe that God's preparing him for the ministry as well. Como su papá. Just like his dad. ¿Quién podría decir Who could en esa have said, foto? Who could have said in that photo that you saw? 
que esos niños el día de mañana tendrán también un llamado. That those children don't have a call to do be in ministry. ¿Quién podría asegurar lo que who, Dios va a hacer con ellos? Who can assure me of what they will or will not do in the future? Muchos de esos niños no proceden de hogares cristianos. Many of those children you saw in the picture don't have the same background as we do. They don't come from church families or people that have been in church. Han sido atraídos a la iglesia. But they've been brought, you know, to the gospel to the, and they're in the church now. Dios está obrando en sus corazones. I know that God is working upon their hearts. Algunos de sus padres también se convirtieron. And many, just like my dad, many of their parents, just like my parents, are being um, changed and transformed. Ahora son líderes de esa congregación. And now many of them are leaders in that local church. Y yo les digo, hermanos, I tell you this, brethren, ellos son el relevo nuestro. Ellos son el relevo nuestro. They are the ones that are going to relieve us. They're going to be our helpers, our workers, the ones that follow Desde us. Los, el, desde el año 64, 63 hasta el 86, nosotros no tuvimos un sistema de estudio en Cuba. From 1963 to about 1986, we had no uh, way to have a Bible school to train pastors. We did not have that. No pudimos continuar la enseñanza. And the Bible school was closed and we were not able to continue training our pastors, if you will. En el 86 comenzamos a adaptar un programa de estudios para in, preparar a los pastores a distancia. In 1986 we adopted a new program by distance learning to try to train those that were called to the ministry and, and for our, our present pastors. Pero no bastaba con eso. But it wasn't enough. Necesitábamos un programa sólido, acreditado, bien diseñado. We needed a solid program and we, we prayed for a program that would be accredited. Si ustedes ven en la próxima imagen, in the next picture, encontramos ahora la transmisión. We find the, 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 the transmission of the generations. Un misionero enviado, unos a, padres alcanzados. A missionary sent, a family reached. Mi familia, my family, la familia de Waldi, my son's family, y los que van a ser afectados por el ministerio de Waldi. And those that will be affected by all of their ministries and, and affected by their ¿Cómo obedience. ¿Cómo empezó esta historia? But how did this story begin? Cuando hubo una iglesia en California, when one church in California, que envió a su misionero a mi país, sent their missionary to our nation. Ellos no saben ni conozco yo quiénes fueron. And I don't even know who they were, who they are. Pero yo estoy aquí en esta tarde contando esta historia story, porque aquella iglesia mandó un misionero a mi país. Ese es el poder de las misiones. That's the power of what we call Veamos la próxima imagen. I want to show you the next picture. Noten ustedes como ya aquí estamos preparando a través de un programa de becas. And now you can see this is the result of the new project that we have through scholarships that the church in America is providing for the pastors that we're training now. Pro, preparando a una nueva generación de pastores. Preparing a new generation of pastors. Tenemos más de mil estudiantes. We have over a thousand students in que, the second year. Están cursando estos programas de la that are taking, global. That are taking this BA Biblical Studies program that you're helping to provide for them. Podemos ver la otra imagen. In the next picture. Y ustedes verán ahí el contrato que hicimos con la Universidad This Global. This is kind of the contract that we made with Global University here in the United States. No teníamos dinero para pagar sus estudios. We didn't have the funds to be able to provide this for our students. Pero necesitábamos un programa sólido como este. And yet we needed a solid program like uh, Global provides. Y creo que bajo la dirección de Dios. And I believe that under the direction and the, the guidance of God. Y según los propósitos de Dios. And according to the purposes of God. Pudimos unir esos esfuerzos. We were able to join efforts. 
la universidad global tiene los programas global university has wonderful programs nosotros tenemos los estudiantes we had the willing students that wanted to get trained pero necesitábamos los recursos but we also needed the resources to be able to provide this for them y milagrosamente and miraculously a través de muchos hermanos incluyéndolos ustedes through many brethren including this church Dios está proveyendo los recursos que necesitamos. God is providing the resources that we need. ¿Qué va a suceder? What's going to happen as a result? Dios va a cumplir su propósito para God will fulfill his purpose. Mi nación va a ser alcanzada. And my nation will be reached for Christ. Y saben algo, mi nación va a bendecir a otras naciones también. And guess what? It's not going to end there. My nation will be used to bless other nations as well. Dios está llamando a cubanos para las misiones. God is calling Cubans to foreign missions as well. Y ellos están listos para ir. And let me tell you, they're willing and ready to go to other countries. Han aprendido a vivir por fe. They've have they have learned to live by faith. Han aprendido a depender de Dios. They've learned to depend upon God. No tienen suficientes cosas como pudiéramos pensar they don't have a lot of material things pero son personas que están dispuestas a decirle Señor but I, aquí. but I can tell you that they are people that have said to the Lord Lord here am I yo iré. I'll go if you send me tal vez dentro de poco tendremos cubanos en otros lugares predicando la palabra I believe that in short in a short time we will have many Cuban ministers in other nations of the world ministering the word of God quién pudiera decir si alguno de esos que saldrán and who would be able to say that maybe some of those that will go to other nations fue uno de los que ustedes ayudaron a estudiar were some of those that you gave scholarships to that you helped ese es el poder de las misiones. That is the power of missions. Iglesia es un gran privilegio servir al Señor. Church, it's a great privilege to serve God. Es una importante tarea poder cumplir la misión de it's Dios. It's a great task to fulfill the, the, the task of missions. En una ocasión de la historia del pueblo de Israel. In an occasion regarding the people of God in, in Scripture. Debido a que los dirigentes de la nación tomaron un camino equivocado. Being that the leadership had kind of gone astray from the right road. Los líderes decidieron optar por Baal y no por Jehová. They decided to follow Baal instead of Jehovah God. Los líderes de las naciones le vendieron la nación al and enemigo de Dios. And the leaders of the nation, the spiritual leaders, sold their principles of the. El, they sold their nation out. El pueblo se Contaminó, and the people of God were contaminated if you will perdió la bendición de and Dios. they lost the blessing of God y no solo perdió la bendición de Dios, and not only did they lose the blessing sino que fue objeto del castigo de Dios. but it became a point of, of punishment for them el juicio de Dios vino sobre Israel. the judgment of God fell upon the people of God Los cielos se cerraron. The, the heavens became brass you know it closed y ya no hubo prosperidad And there were there were there was no more prosperity within the people of God. And a national crisis was produced. In fact, that crisis was other nations were affected by it. Yet there was a man, chosen by God, that had a wonderful task. There was a prophet that would be the instrument that God would use to show the people of God the road back. To, to get back to the road that God wanted them to be on. El instrumento que Dios usaría. He would be the instrument that God would use para cambiar la historia de aquella to nación. To change the history of that nation. Pero cuando los tiempos de juicio llegan, but when times of punishment comes, también los, los justos 
se encuentran bajo ellos. Do you know that sometimes even the just suffer the consequences as well? Pero Dios tiene un trato especial para los fieles. But God has a special way of treating those that have been faithful to him. Y en medio de aquella crisis Dios preservó a su instrumento. And in the midst of of his of that crisis God preserved those instruments that en he wanted to use. En el primer libro de Reyes capítulo 17 de 2 al 15 se nos cuenta esta historia. And in 1 Kings chapter 17 the first 12 13 verses relates this story that I'm telling you about. Llama la atención como Dios envía al profeta Elías a una nación gentil. And it, it, it draws my attention how God calls his prophet Elijah to go to a Gentile people. Y le dijo, ve allá, múdate allá, porque he dado orden a una viuda que te alimente. And God told him, go there, be there, because I have given orders to a widow to, to, to nourish you. Y allá fue Elías viajando más de 120 kilómetros. And Elijah went more than 120 kilometers being obedient to the call of God. Y llegó a la aldea de Sarepta. And he got to that valley, to that place where he had to Un go. Un puerto de mar con las costas al Mediterráneo. The Kerith Valley that's close to the Jordan River. 14 kilómetros al sur de la ciudad de Sidón. And uh, close to the, the, the city of Sidón donde vivía precisamente el padre de la reina Jezabel, que era la causante del juicio de Dios sobre el mundo. Y como Dios es capaz de guardar a sus siervos aún en medio de los grandes riesgos. Los reyes estaban buscando a Elías en Israel. Uh, they were seeking out, they were looking for Elijah in Israel. Pero Dios lo había mudado a 14 kilómetros del suegro de Acab. And God had moved them 14 kilometers from the father-in-law of Jezebel. Y dijo Dios a Elías, le he dado orden a una viuda. And God told his prophet, I have given orders to a widow. Que te alimente. That she be the one Cuando to nourish llega you. Allí, se encuentra una viuda con que está ya cocinando su última torta para echarse a morir. But when he gets there, she, he finds out that she's cooking her last cake or bread no if you will para ella. And, and there was no more hope for it because after she ate that she eh, says this is all I have after this I'm just going to wait to die I don't es, have any more resources lista ya para she was ready to just give up and that's it le pide when the prophet comes Elijah and asks her to nourish him ella usando su lógica and of course she using her logic digo lo único que tengo lo voy a cocinar para mí para she mi says, hijo. the only thing I have left, left I'm going to cook it for me pero viene una palabra que no es ilógica, sino que es supralógica. But there was a word that came that was not just illogical, but supralogical. <laughs> Elías le dijo de parte de Dios, no tengas miedo. Elijah tells her, you know what? Fear not. No tengas miedo. Fear not. Haz como tú dices que vas a hacer. Do what you said you're going to do. Pero la primera torta no va a ser para ti, para tu hijo. But the first bread or patty cake that you're going to make is not going to be for you. You're going to make it for me. Sí, no, que lo vas a hacer por mí. Pero... Can... <laughs> Amén. Yo me imagino que la viuda diría, I imagine that the, the widow si must have thought, si yo hago una primera para ti, ¿qué voy a hacer para mí? If I make that first bread for you, what am I going to make for me? No, te va a quedar, lo vas a hacer. And he said, don't worry, make it and you're going to have sufficient to keep making more. En un país en crisis, in a country that's in crisis, una viuda pobre, a poor widow, 
tenía una decisión que tomar. Had to make a decision. O comerse su última torta. Either make that last bread for herself and eat it herself. O creer la palabra de Dios. Or believe the word of God, the promise of God. Elías le dijo, no tengas miedo porque el Señor Dios te dice, siempre habrá. And Elijah said, don't fear because the Lord Jehovah God says that there, you will always have. Siempre habrá. There will be sufficient for you. Y hubo para siempre. And guess what? There always was. Hasta que el milagro se produjo. Until the, the miracle was produced. Aquella acción de fe de la viuda pobre. That action of faith from that widow. Salvó la vida al instrumento de Dios. Saved the life of the instrument of God, the prophet of God, Elijah. Salvó su propia vida. It saved her own life. Y le trajo el conocimiento del verdadero Dios. And it brought her to the, 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 the knowledge of the true living God. Porque entonces esa mujer conoció que el verdadero Dios era el Dios de Israel. Because at that moment she knew that the true God was the living God, the God of Israel. Hermanos queridos. Dear brothers and sisters. En los momentos de crisis en que vivimos. In the moments of crisis that we live in. La lógica dice que no debemos gastar nuestro dinero en otras cosas que no sea lo suficiente. The logic would tell you, well, you better not spend your money on this or that. La lógica puede decir no es momento de entregar. Logic would say this is not the time to give in to that. Pero la superlógica que viene de la parte de fe en Dios. But super logic, if you will, that comes through faith from God. Nos dice que si le damos a Dios no tendremos menos, sino says, tendremos más. But if you give for the purpose of, of the purposes of God, God will provide for you, and you you will have, you will go, you won't go without. La fe nos hace. Entregarle a Dios lo que Dios necesita. Allows us to give to God what He asks of us. La fe nos ayuda. Faith helps us a completar la obra de Dios. To fulfill the work of God in our lives. Noten estas observaciones. Note the following. Dios escoge y preserva a sus siervos para que cumplan una misión. God chooses and preserves His servants so they can fulfill His mission. Pero también Dios escoge y recompensa a los instrumentos que escoge para sustentar a sus siervos. But not only that, God chooses and recompenses the instruments that He chooses to sustain those servants that He's called. También observa que Dios no busca a los ricos para quitarles sus riquezas, sino a los pobres para enriquecerlos Something con su bendición. Something else that's noteworthy from this context is that God doesn't just seek the rich to take away their riches, He seeks the poor to enrich them with His blessing out of their obedience. Dios no envió a Elías a Sarepta para que la viuda lo alimentara, sino para que Elías propiciara la alimentación de la viuda And y God de muchos otros. And God His servant to Seraphith so that the widow would nourish him him, he sent his servant so that he could provide nourishment for that widow out of her obedience again. Y les digo más, siempre que hay un siervo escogido, and one more thing, un, pro, un proveedor comprometido con Dios. Whenever there's a chosen servant, there will also be a committed provider for that servant to fulfill God's will as well. Es como un equipo necesario. It's like a, a team, a necessary team of people working together. La labor de ambos producirá la bendición del pueblo y la preservación de la fe. And the work of that team will, will both, of both of them, the work of both of them together will produce the blessing for the people of God and will preserve the faith. Hoy estamos nosotros. Today viviendo. we're here. Ahora es nuestro tiempo. Today it's our time. Este es nuestro momento. This is your moment. La iglesia en América de los siglos de, del siglo pasado, los años 50, the Church of America from the 50s, comenzó una buena obra en mi país. They started a great work in my nation. Y ustedes la están continuando. And you guys are continuing 
in that great work as well. Que comenzaron la buena obra. Those who started the good work no habrán de ver sobre la tierra los resultados de su trabajo. They would have never thought the results of the work that, uh, that what's been produced, if you will, from Pero their obedience. Aquí estamos nosotros. And yet here we are as evidence. Y es tiempo de seguir adelante. And I want to tell you, it's the time, this is the time to continue being obedient. Hermanos queridos, Dear brothers and sisters, no nos queda mucho tiempo sobre la tierra. We don't have much time on earth. A este mundo no le queda mucho tiempo. I would go even further. This earth doesn't have much more time. Se les está acabando el tiempo a la gente. I think time is coming close to an end for the earth and the people on the earth. La eternidad está a, a las manos. Eternity is at hand. Los pueblos tienen muy poco tiempo que para tomar una decisión. And eterna. the nations of the people that represent those nations have very little time to decide who they will follow. Y alguien tiene que ir y hablarles. And somebody needs to go from amongst you to speak to them. Someone needs to go preach to them. Alguien tiene que ir con el poder de Dios. Someone needs to go with the power of the good news of the gospel. Alguien tiene que ir para cambiar la historia de Someone needs to go to change their history like the history of my family was changed. Hay que ir a donde están los perdidos. You need to go where the lost y este are. es nuestro tiempo. And this is our time. Yo vengo de un país que está listo para continuar sirviendo al Señor. Estoy hablando de una realidad que no aparece en las noticias. Estoy hablando de lo que Dios está haciendo en un país para cambiar la historia de esa nación. I'm talking about things that God is accomplishing in my context, in my nation, things to change the trajectory of, of the Dios people of my nation. Salvando, sanando, libertando, God, is, God is saving and He's healing and He's transforming lives from what they from what they used to be. Y a través de esos nuevos estudiantes, and through these new students that you're supporting, estaremos enviando nuevos predicadores. We will be forming new preachers to share the gospel with others. Gracias por estar allí. Thank you for being part of the team. Gracias por no ponerle atención a las crisis. Thank you for not letting the crisis overwhelm you and say, you know what, we can't help missions. Gracias por creerle a Dios. Thank you for believing God. Gracias por ser los escogidos de Dios. Thank you for allowing yourself to be the chosen of God to fulfill His task. Y lo que habrá en el futuro. And what the future will hold, lo veremos en la tierra. We'll see it on earth, y lo recibiremos en recompensa en el cielo. But we will receive the recompenses of that obedience in heaven. Gracias, iglesia. Thank you, church. Gracias, pastor Cole. Thank you, pastor Aaron. Gracias, hermano, cada uno de ustedes. Thank you, each and every member of this church. Thank you. Y ojalá sienta usted que eres uno de los escogidos. And I hope Dios. you feel like you're one of the chosen ones of part of that team that's making this happen. Una de esas viudas que se atrevió a creerle a Dios. One of those widows that was willing to believe God. La recompensa viene en camino. Your recompense is, is, si me permiten, is coming. quiero orar por ustedes. I'd like to pray for you as a congregation. Y si alguno de ustedes en particular siente en su corazón el llamado de Dios a ser uno de esos que va a decir, sí, Señor, yo quiero invertir en tu And if one of you feels that God is speaking to you and you feel like, God, I'm one of those that if you call me, here I am. I'll go, I'll do what you want me to do and I'll say what you want me to say. Únase a esta oración. Please join me in this prayer. Y reciba la bendición de Dios. And receive the blessing that Padre, God has for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you today. Porque estoy hablando con el pueblo tuyo. Because I am speaking to your people. Una iglesia que piensa en las naciones. A church that thinks not only of themselves but of the nations. Una iglesia que está poniendo su mano en el arado. A church that's putting their hand to the task. Una iglesia que se está comprometiendo con tu reino. A church that's committed to your kingdom. Te pido Dios. And I ask you, Como oh God, tu enseña, as your word teaches us, que tú con mucho, that you would recompense each and every one of them with much. 
en el, aquí en la tierra Here on earth, y le guarde su recompensa en el cielo heaven, que no se acabe el recurso que ellos necesitan siempre haya have, y que tengan ellos la respuesta de tu parte que esta iglesia siga creciendo que estos edificios sigan aumentándose y que la gloria tuya se vea en esta so that your glory there God would just shine upon this place and people would see the testimony of what you've done here in the amen, name of Jesus amen, your precious amen. son Gracias, amen thank you church thank you Danny hey uh, brother Gonzalez I want to ask you a question Danny uh, maybe you can respond in, for, for sake of time but uh, 1959 communism came to Cuba and uh, the Bible college left American missionaries were sent home but had been trained, people like your mother and your father. Tell me what happened from then until, uh, until the, the, the 80s where the opportunity to be able to now train pastors, min, uh, ministers, Cuban pastors, and be able to release that. What, what was going on during those years? In realidad, lo que sucedió and in reality, what took place es que la iglesia tuvo que enfrentar a una confrontación de ideas. The, the church had to be confronted with a, a new ideas y la iglesia no creció mucho. And the church, under the new context and uh, of these new ideas, the church did not grow at all. Tuvo que preservarse en lo que ellos tenían ya. And they, they were, kind of, if you will, they kind of were preserved just in what, in the, uh, the people decir, that they had. El crecimiento era biológico. The, 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 the growth was biológico. biological. Los hijos de los cristianos. It was basically the children of the people in church, those were the only people that were cause of growth not because anybody else knew would come to the church Pero no había crecimiento a los no but there was no, pe no new people being reached en el año 86 a but in 1986 we began to prepare new pastors y en el año 89, Dios envió un avivamiento and I want to tell you that in 1989 God sent a sovereign move of, of his move of revival if you will y aquellos que estaban siendo entrenados se convirtieron en pastores and those that were in the process of being trained all of them became pastors hoy tenemos más de 3,000 congregaciones puntos de predicación before that happened we had 89 churches and preaching points places where people gathered and today we have more than 3,000 you know way more than that where people congregate es el poder de Dios and that's the power of God Thank you. God bless you. Would you give Brother Gonzalez a big hand? Thank you. The reason why I wanted you to hear that, as you can tell, passionate people of God, uh, is one, to hear what God's doing around the world. Sometimes I think we think that God just, you know, you wonder what's going on, what's happening. Well, these are men and women who live in another country, Uh, in a communist country where uh, the freedoms that you and I have um, don't exist at the level at which they exist here. And to hear what God is doing, and, and I'll tell you what's amazing to me, is to, uh, having been there, um, taking a group of pastors back in December, um, uh, you know, just going through the, the, the processes of this and to be there and to meet these brothers and these sisters in the church, it's amazing to see because they don't have resources, For him to preach a message like this, he's preaching out of need, not out of, out of abundance. Uh, most of the pastors there uh, live on about $12 to $14 a month. The people live on about $15 to $16 a month, regardless of their education. 
And so the resources aren't there to do things that need to be done. But God is using you, Life Church, and other churches and people just like you. And I'm not taking a special offering today. Um, I, I just want to thank you, and I wanted um, you to hear it from, from Brother Eduardo, that um, thank you for what you're doing. Your faithfulness on a regular basis is what's happening. Every single week, it's $1,000 a year to train a pastor in Cuba. So what we're doing as a church is we are training 50 pastors a year. So $1,000 a week is coming from this church going to Global University to train pastors in Cuba. We heard the need for, for Kindles for $139. Uh, we could uh, the four-year degree could be downloaded onto a Kindle, and those Kindles are now coming into the country because there are pastors that are waiting. And so because of your generosity, about $50,000 in June of last year that came in to buy Kindles. And so that need's been met. And so I just want to thank you for what you're doing. I want you to hear for yourself where your mission dollars are going and how God is using that and what he's doing. And I also think it's amazing. Here's the other thing that I think is amazing is that God can't, when, when persecution hits the church, the church grows. God, the, the, the enemy cannot stop the work of God in the local church. Nothing works like the local church works when the local church works the way the local church is designed to work. Politics, government, communism, men, regimes cannot stop a move of God. And God has been doing amazing things in this small country. And the amazing thing is when you talk to Cuban pastors, they'll tell you, this isn't happening for us. You would think if you made $15 a month that you'd be about you, wouldn't you? In America, it'd all be about us. Let's just be honest. Oh, Lord, help me. Woo, it's hard. <laughs> Man, the Lord's going to send the rain. That's what we would do. No, 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 no. They go, this isn't about us. This is about we will be the greatest mission-sending country in the world. And they believe it. And you know what? I think heaven believes it. And I think God rejoices, and you and I have a part of that. And I just wanted you to hear. I just wanted you to hear. So we're going to wrap things up today, give you an opportunity to, to give. Uh, those of you that are regular Life Church attenders, you can grab those blue envelopes and give. If you're a first-time guest, again, we don't ask you to give anything monetarily. Just be our guest. But if you would, grab the communication card and, um, and just simply put that in the offering. And on the back side of the communication card, the only thing that's different this weekend is once a month, we give you an opportunity to make a commitment to what's called faith promise. And, uh, and so with faith promise, you're able to say, hey, I'm going to designate a certain amount of my, of my giving every week to missions. And where does that money go? It's to projects just like you heard today. 50 missionaries, excuse me, 50 pastors in Cuba will be trained because of what you give through that every single year. We've made a commitment for the next several years to do this. That's where your money goes. It goes for missionaries like Danny Irizarry, who is taking teams working with the church in Cuba and helping facilitate this relationship so that the funds, the people, the gospel, the message happens. And, uh, and it's amazing to see what God is doing. And so thank you, brothers, for being here. Naomi, thank you for being here. And uh, today they, they got to enjoy um, uh, some of the best and the finest in Milwaukee. So we uh, uh, sent Naomi on a shopping trip. And so she's in love with, with Mayfair Mall now. Uh, we, we dined at, they, they were telling me that the two things they like to do to eat is steak and, 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 and Italian. And so, um, there's only one place to eat steak. Thanks to Adam Doberstein. I, I believe that Eddie Martini's is the best place in town. So we dined last night there and, um, and then, and then to, we're going to Maggiano's later on this evening. I told him he has to preach for his food this weekend. 
And he said, I've never, he said, the food in America is so big. Mucho, well, yeah, there it is, right there. So I was just like, yeah, great. And I tell him, it's one of our spiritual gifts. You're not going to go hungry. The Bible says, I've never seen my, my seed forsaken or my seed begging for bread. And so you're not going to beg for bread. We're going to make sure. And so Naomi, did you eat that chocolate cake last night? Yes, she did. A huge piece of chocolate cake. I said, just take it home. There's a refrigerator in the hotel. You'll be fine. So it's been our honor and privilege to be here and to, and to do this and to have them. I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to pray over this offering. Then you're going to see a really quick video clip. And, it will, and, and it's what you've done in Cuba in the last about 15 months. It's just, a, it's just a thank you, Life Church. Again, I'm not taking a special offering. I just simply, if you want to do something, do something with faith promise. But that's what it's all about. Father, I just thank you today for your people. Thank you for your church. Jesus, you said that you love the church and that you would build the church and that the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Lord, we heard from a brother tonight who gave a testimony, not just in one generation, but in four generations, how you are fulfilling that. In an area and in a land where the enemy would try to come in like a flood, you've raised up a standard against him. And that no weapon formed against him has prospered. And that even in the midst of persecution, even in the midst of hardship, even in the midst of, of, of lack of resource, that your church has grown and has flourished. And I thank you for that. God, I thank you for a church like Life Church. That I have the honor to pastor a church that believes go into all the world and preach and teach the gospel. To whosoever will, call on the name of the Lord will be saved. I pray you bless these people. God, as they've been faithful to do what you've asked them to do. Lord, as they've been generous. Lord, I pray your blessings be upon them. And I just pray that today would be a bright spot. That, that today would be a victory. Today would be kind of a, a check that, man, this is another day, another victory of something that they've been a part of that really only eternity will reveal. I pray your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen.